Remember that story about Cindy you-know-who? When her Christmas was stolen, she knew what to do. Why, Santa Claus? Why? But what if I said that's not how it went down? Monster! You gonna be okay? Because we can turn around right now. No. That poor girl. Her mother was killed. Her mind snapped. Did you ever find the Christmas killer? Never got a reliable description of the man. another Christmas killer thing. Not again. Us folks down in Newville, we liked Christmas a lot. But that thing that lives just north of Newville does not. What is it? The mean one. He's slippery, he's elusive. He's a mean one, that mister. I'm not gonna be a victim anymore. Time to roast this beast. <laughs> You're a dead one, mister. Yeah! Okay, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And as always, I'm Johnny. I'm Randy. And it's Eddie. beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I don't know the words. Everywhere you go. I guess I should have sang the main one. Go ahead. You're the main one, Mr. Grinch. Ah! What the heck was that? Remember, you can't say the Grinch. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So we're officially in December. It is the Christmas season. Yes. Tis the season to be jolly. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. Is yeah. my mother-in-law here? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you better be glad your wife doesn't listen to these podcasts. I think I care. No, not really. No. Mm. Ah. Mm. Ah. No, I'm not starting that. Told you we do it. I told you. <laughs> but that being said... uh, we hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving, ate all the turkey you could handle, the ham, the dress, and all that good stuff. Mm. And now we're moving into what a lot of people say is the best time of year. It's the most wonderful, well, the most wonderful time. Yeah. yeah, there you go. For sure. But we're coming at you today with a film that, when I first heard about it, I chuckled because I was like, man, they'll just make anything into a horror movie these days. Randy has never seen the trailer until yesterday, right? Yep. And he kept saying the entire time, man, I'm nervous to watch this one. I, was I like, dude. am, dude. I was like, dude, it, could, it can't be no worse than Jack Frost. Uh, no, <laughs> not really. I mean, the only thing that made Jack Frost so bad was the kid and the antifreeze cookies. Yeah. But anyway, so we just finished watching The Mean One. I would say this one was closer to Santa Slay than Jack Frost. Okay, well, so see, now I already know what side you're leaning on yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But that being said, uh, we just got back as of yesterday, me and Randy and my brother, Senor Reyes, Senor. Uh, did our very first uh, 
convention appearance as far as actually like being a vendor and me and Randy, if you follow us on uh, any of our social media, you will see that we actually displayed for the first time ever our official Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy merchandise t-shirts. We got some nice t-shirts. It's got my face on it. <laughs> well, your cartoon face. Is he has they both look better than me and you personally, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. But once we get the order in, those will be going on for sale or going up for sale. So stay tuned for that. We'll hit it up on all of our social media. They're only going to be $200 a piece, so, you know. Wow. Wow. And finally... Uh, begrudgingly. <laughs> I love the fact that he's fixing to have to say this. But I don't know the handle, so... Oh, I can find it. Uh, Randy has finally given me some advice. I am a guy who doesn't enjoy TikTok, and it's simply because my wife and her friend ruined it for me. <laughs> so I never would download the app. I wouldn't hardly watch any of the TikToks. But even though he'll get on Instagram and scroll all day watching TikTok videos, but I, but I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, but they don't have the stupid, oh no, oh no, 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 they ain't got that stupid crap. I'm still working on teaching Johnny about algorithm of what? Nothing. Anyway, so we are officially on TikTok. Yes, we are. And Randy, what is our handle? It is at Small Town Horde Podcast. So there title you, being Small Town Horror, J&R Podcast. What is the title? Uh, the at is the Small Town Small Horror Town Podcast, Horror. and then Small Town Horror, J.R. Pod. Okay. Yeah. So Randy's going to be the one reading that each week. But uh, yeah, and like I said, we're trying to get our name out there more. Uh, people have come to me and was like, well, what's your TikTok? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't have one. So yeah, when Johnny showed me he actually had to install TikTok on his phone, I, I was a little excited. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I will never have a personal account, so <laughs> small town horror does. So yeah, give us a follow now on our TikTok, and of course our Instagram is small town horror Johnny underscore Randy. Our X name is at small t horror pod, and Facebook is small town horror with Johnny and Randy. Give us time on TikTok so we can figure out how we're gonna go about the videos, but they'll be out there. And I do know next year, um, I think it's early September, me and Randy will be taking a four-day trip to Texas. We're going to be celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Well, Johnny's going to be celebrating well, the original. Shut up and let me finish. Because you know. I love the first one. But we're making it all about the franchise, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So we'll be visiting the old locations of the original 74 all the way to the remake. So I figure we'll be posting them because we will have a YouTube channel next year. And we will be posting the videos on TikTok. We're going to get decent barbecue. Yes, actually at the gas station where the film was uh, made. So it's going to be awesome. But that's next year. So let's talk about right now. At the present. Yes. So, uh... Randy, yeah, you want to hit us up with that uh, <clears throat> summary? Man, you know I got your green one, mean one, summary. <clears throat> In a sleepy mountain town, Cindy's parents are murdered and her Christmas is stolen by a bloodthirsty green figure in a red Santa suit. Okay. Short, short sweet, and to the point. That's what I'm talking about. 
Hit us up with that cast, Randy. Man, what you got your cast, man? Hold on here. He was just on the cast. So, I know. Oh. So, the initial release, December 9th, 2022, directed by Stephen Lamorte, produced by him, Amy Rose Schumer. Amy Schumer? Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. And Martina Malo? Narrated, to me, had the best voice in the whole movie. Christopher Sanders did the narration. Right on. So for our cast, we've got David Howard Thornton played the mean one. They got him listed as the Grinch, but I'm not going to call him that. Mm, no. no. No, not at all. Never mentioned the Grinch. Not one time. Crystal Martin played Cindy. And Amy Rose Schumer played Mayor McBean. Che- oh, so the mayor is a different Amy. Oh, okay. so the mayor is part help produce. So there we go. We had Flip Cobbler played Lou, your favorite character for about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, Rachel Winford played the bartender. Uh, that's really. Did you get the old man already? He... Who played Doctor Zeus? Doctor Zeus. It doesn't show him on here. Where's he at? <gasps> that's blasphemous. Yeah, I can't believe they didn't uh, yeah, name him on no. there. I he was such head. a major part of the story. John Bingham played Doc Zeus. <laughs> what was that supposed to be, Randy? Doc Zeus. Yeah. I do. I did enjoy all the little ways they oh, snuck yeah. stuff in there. Yeah, they kept a lot of the, the names from the movie. Yeah. The first names. And then they snuck small stuff into it. Doc Zeus yeah. was, was one of them. And then, you know, they did a little, you know, play on the, uh, what you call it? The um, sayings from the movie itself. Yeah. And, you know, they roast beasts and all this kind of stuff. Right. And they did the rhyming, which was perfect. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, I did like that, how the guy that was narrating the movie, mm-hmm. he would rhyme and then the characters would finish it. Yeah. So. Oh, it, yeah. It was pretty cool. It was cool. So, the plot summary in 2000, in the sleepy mountain town of Newville, young Cindy, you know who, witnessed her mother murdered by the mean one, a bloodthirsty green-skinned creature dressed in a red Santa suit. 20 years later, Cindy and her father returned to the town at the suggestion of Cindy's therapist. But when the ravenous monster soon begins to terrorize the town and threatens to ruin the holidays, Cindy finds a purpose in stopping and killing the beast. They that's did. the whole plot summary? That's the entire plot. They did not go into detail. Wow. Yeah, so looks like me and you may have to revert back to the old times uh, on our podcast. How sure we, we, I'm sure we can get enough of it. Oh, yeah. But before we do that, the film is not rated. It came out in 2022. It is categorized as a horror slash comedy. Yep. It is one hour and 33 minutes long. Uh, IMDB gave it a 3.7 out of a 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 17%. I'm shocked. Uh, Let's see. Let's see if it's actually got how much that it took to make this movie. $500? Is that what you think? No. Couldn't have been much. Honestly, it don't even have it. All it says is that the box office it made six hundred and twelve thousand two hundred and sixty dollars. So that don't surprise me. It's a low, I mean it's a low budget film. Yeah, it's I definitely mean, a low budget. Yeah, I mean it's low budget, but you know, 
some of the better movies I have seen has actually been low budget. But I will say, low budget or not, and whether or not you consider it a good horror movie or whatever you want to call it, it was an entertaining movie. Yeah. To some degree. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, no, it's not the best movie you're ever going to watch. But it's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, something funny that David Howard Thornton, who plays the mean one, do you know who? what else he plays? <laughs> Art the Clown. Really? Mm-hmm. I have not seen the Terrifier. Terrifier, uh, the first one, is mm-hmm. decent. I, I mean, I've bought it. I've watched it a couple times. The second one is the one I showed you. Oh. It's it's better, but it's really long. And now they got a third one coming out, so I can't wait for that one. But he does a good job. He knows how to play the creepiness. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? But, so pretty much the plot I'm going to give you is yes, after Sydney returns Sydney. To, hmm? You called her Sydney. I'm sorry. After S- Don't tisk me. After <laughs> after Cindy returns back to Newville, which mm-hmm. is not Whoville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her and her dad come and like the plot said that her therapist wanted her to come back to her hometown. Now was that her home where her mother died? Yeah. Okay. Because at the beginning, her mother is killed by the Grinch. Well, well, it's not the Grinch; it's the main one. I was gonna say, but there's, it doesn't necessarily show him as the Grinch or right. the main one. Yeah, it looks more like Santa Claus. Right. It, I mean, because the main one only yeah. has the coat. Yeah. This Santa Claus had everything: had the beard, the gloves, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but her dad, Lou. I thought brought an enjoyment to the first 10 minutes into the movie 15. <laughs> he w- he was cheesy, but he was funny. He had one-liners. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I really enjoyed that, but his uh his acting wasn't just about his speech and the way he talked. It was more about his mannerisms, too. Yeah. And that's what made his character likable for 5 minutes. I feel like he had timing. Oh yeah. He definitely had that down. Yeah, I'll give you that. But as soon as they get into town, they have reindeer antlers on their vehicle, and they get pulled over by Detective Burke. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Lou's like, well, what's the problem, officer? And he was like, uh, town policy, you can't have any Christmas decorations out. And he's like, really? And he's like, yeah. He goes, I'm new here, but that's what I've been told. And he pretty much tells Lou and uh, Cindy that they do not celebrate Christmas in Newville. Yep. And so that right there tells you and gives you a sign of, okay, something ain't right with the town. Yeah. Well, once they get in the house, Cindy has a flashback of her mother dying that night. And we get introduced to Sheriff uh, Hooper. And he goes up to her as a little kid and he's like, is this the person you saw in your house? And she drew the mean one. And he was like, well, sweetie... You know, because she, she painted her green. He goes, are you sure he was green? And she's like, yes. And he picks up a ski mask that is green. And he's like, well, we found this outside the window. So as soon as he did that, and he was like, are you, he goes, you know, there's no such thing as monsters. And she shakes her head. He goes, no, honey, I'm going to need to hear you say that. As soon as he said that, what I tell you, Randy? I was like, yeah, he knows something. But at the same time, it's, it, that's the way it felt. But at the time, he didn't. Yeah. I mean, you you find out later on what all happened. But I think it was more or less him trying to get her past Monster 
and have her explain it to more as a person. Because, right. you know, to him, he knows that it was just a guy in a green ski mask. Yeah, yeah. So. But, as far as that being concerned, like I said, we're not going to go scene by scene like we used to, but I'm just trying to give more of a better plot. So, it's pretty much the entire movie is Cindy is back home with her dad trying to recuperate and to get past her demons. That's been haunting her for almost 20 years. Yeah, so her dad, when they get to the house, wants to make it more Christmas-like. Yeah. So they go through, they do decorations, and they're, you know, playing these games and all this kind of stuff. And what you find out in the movie is that anytime Christmas carols are sung, anytime Christmas boxes are shown up, it's almost like it summons the mean one. And that's what causes the demise of Lou. Yes. Unfortunately. And he got a pretty gruesome uh, death scene, too. Yeah, he did. He got a, what was that? A fireplace fire poker fire through poker. his eyeball? Yeah, it was pretty good, but... And um, he got gutted, too. And your favorite, Mayor McBean. Oh, <laughs> that woman. <laughs> she uh, does not want Cindy back in town. And every time Cindy uh, does anything in the town, she's right behind her, like, letting somebody know on the telephone what she's doing because she don't want her back in town. And all the sheriff says through the entire movie, I'm trying to protect... Uh, the townspeople. I'm trying to protect my town. Yeah, she's running for re-election, and she doesn't want them bad memories because they call them the Christmas killer. Mm-hmm. And she don't want the memories of that, what happened, coming up and bugging everybody and all this kind of stuff. So she's running for re-election, so she's doing everything she can to get re-elected. Yep. With her bad acting. You didn't think she was good at all, huh? No. She got on my nerves. <laughs> but in a nutshell, it's funny because my favorite character, though, was Dr. Zeus. And he explains that he he tells Cindy, because um, they go to a bar later in the movie, and they're drinking, and the, he's the town drunk, pretty much. Oh, yeah. But he's, it's so cool, because he slides a picture out, and he goes, I believe you. And, this, and he slides, and she goes, you do? And he talks about, I've seen the monster. And she goes, um, why haven't you said anything? He's like, I've told the sheriff plenty of times, but he won't listen. And he pulls the paper out and he slides it to her. And it's a drawing of like old school Grinch. Oh, yeah. It looks just like Jim Carrey. It's, yeah, it did. With his hands on his hips and everything. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, he's like, she's like, who is this? And he goes, well, a lot of people say he's this and that. But he's the. And right before, every time he starts to say the Grinch, the bartender lady, she's always like. She starts yelling, Finch. Finch. Orders up, Finch. But like he tries to do it like three times in that mm-hmm. whole scene. And every time he goes, the grit and it cuts off, but he finally says, "But we call him the mean one." Yeah. But uh, he explains that the reason he knows about it is because when they quit celebrating Christmas, uh, Doctor Zeus's wife was going to mail. I, I think their children. Her name's Martha. Martha. Mm-hmm. Was it their children? He was mailed to. She was mailed, or just relatives? I don't. I think I don't remember. Relatives for sure. But that, that's even a callback to the to the movie Martha. But she was going to, um, she wrapped all these presents and she was going to deliver them. Like, put them in the box and they were going to deliver to another town. And she didn't even make it to the box, the mailbox, and, and all of a sudden the Grinch cut her in half. So Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's why he's got a vendetta on the green one. Mean but, one. it's funny because she punches him in the face. Uh, Cindy punches him in the face earlier in the movie. And Zeus is like, you're going to have to learn to hit harder than that. Yeah. Step into the classic 80s uh, training sequence. This is when Cindy became Ronda Rousey. 
Yeah, like, now all of a sudden she knows how to shoot a gun. She knows karate. She did all this training by herself. Yes. She had nobody training her. Right. I guess the Google was her best friend. Yeah. Because she became straight MMA. I'm, I'm telling you, she could have been Ronda Rousey's stunt double. <laughs> it's just all it boils down to. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, that's, I mean, it's just about the mean one terrorizing the town. He doesn't like Christmas. We don't know why he doesn't like Christmas. Yeah, every time, every time something Christmassy pops up, there's a scene in a bar or in a uh, restaurant where a bunch of Santa Claus for a SantaCon come into this this restaurant, and he ends up terrorizing and killing the people. And, and I've got to say that scene right there, although violent, was the most cheesiest scene of the entire movie, in my opinion. And it was, and it's also the scene that docked about two grades for me. I'm glad you said that, because I was going to point out in my review, yes, it knocked it down for me a little bit, but we'll get to that later on. I was going to say, because I could say why, but I'll save it for the review. Yeah, let's save it for the review later. But anyway. Anyway. um, But overall, the entire movie, uh, we find out that the detective Burke, he's Jewish. And he tells Cindy that, you know, because he doesn't want her getting hurt. He likes her the first time he sees her. Oh, yeah. Well, calls he, her ma'am. Yeah, but after her father dies and she's holding, you know, she's just angry all the time, he tells her, he's like, you've got to learn to forgive. And as soon as he said that, he said it like two or three times to her in one scene, and I looked at Randy and I was like, I know where this is going. I yeah. know exactly how this is going. And I, I didn't expect it to end up the way it did. Oh, I, yeah, I knew but, it. But, yeah, I had a feeling. I, I said, we're going to get an It Chapter 2 ending. And it was about as close as you could get. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead to get into the uh, story. Uh, Detective Burke does go up there to the mountains and look because Cindy went up there earlier and fell in a hole and she found a wallet of a missing person. Mm-hmm. Well, he tells her, I'm going to go down there and look for, uh, look and see what I can find. And he finds tons of wallets. Mm-hmm. That's where it goes into the whole bar scene with the uh, Santa Con. Yeah. And all them people that was dressed in holidays, uh, like Santa and the snowman, all that. He finds a body up there. He uh, finds Max, little stuffed uh, dog with a reindeer antler. Good callback to the Grinch. And uh, it's it makes it go off, and it plays a song, and then you get a shot of the uh, the mean one walking in, mm-hmm. carrying one of the Santa Claus bodies. Yeah. He kneels on it, makes it go off, throws it away. He goes and finds it. Well, he hides under a sheet. Yeah. And the mean one comes back and starts stomping all over Max. It was terrible. <laughs> um, and then he gets out from there. Yeah. But but he know now he knows the mean one's real. Exactly. And now that she's bad to the bone, she's done all this home training by herself. Right and she had way. enough time to take all of her guns and get them painted like a candy cane. She made she made little bombs out of Christmas ornaments. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Um, Ronda Rousey. and the way her, and, uh, the way she was training, like I told you, it reminded me of Nightmare on Elm Street four, which I know you probably don't remember it, but the lead, uh, chick in Nightmare on Elm Street four, she starts training to fight for Freddy and that's all I can think of. But anyway, uh, finally at the end, the, when the big battle happens with Cindy and the mean one and Dr. Zeus is helping Cindy where they're getting it all set up, we do find out that this entire time the mayor was making a website and she was drawing people into the town 
and telling them to come and see the flowers up in the mountains and stuff. And she was... It was a hiking website. Yes. Like, and, for uh, tourists and stuff like that, yeah. And they were going up in there and and feeding the Grinch, getting killed. The mean one. Or, I'm sorry, the mean one. We don't have the license to call yeah. him the Grinch. And the sheriff, he was... It wasn't that he was in on it or his idea, but once she became mayor, because she, she used to be his deputy. Yeah. Once she became mayor, it was kind of one of those, you have no choice. And that's why he always made the reference... Uh, I'm protecting my town. It was it was his way of protecting the people in his town, which made no sense to me because he said, I, how many lives has I've saved? Dozens? Hundreds? And I was like, no, you haven't. Yeah. You've just not made them people from your town die. You've right. made other people die. So that's why the, the mean one was not killing the people in town until her dad, uh, till Lou, made their house all Christmassy because, you know, so that sets she, them off. So then she sets the house up like a big Christmas booby trap and puts lights and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But Zeus is hearing all this while he's in jail. And then that's when it finally cuts that we realize what had happened. And now Zeus and hers going to work together. And now the whole big final battle. And it was, and I will say the last battle was pretty good. Yeah. Like was, they duked it out quite a bit. Uh, had some, had some cheesy 80 wait, montage feels to it. Oh but, yeah, yeah, definitely. But, she finally gets on top of uh, the main one, and she's fixing to stab him. And at first, I didn't know what it was, but she pulls. She sees this little necklace he's got on, and she pulls it out, and it's like a little homemade Santa Claus necklace. And it flashbacks to where at the beginning she gave the mean one the necklace, and he patted her on the head. She gave him a kiss, didn't she, on the cheek? Mm. When she was little, I thought she did, but maybe she no, because when he did, he patted her on the head and shoot her away. Okay. And we come to find out, she's going, she goes, you kept this all these years. And he just shook his head, yes. The, the mean one never spoke a word. And uh, he knew he was fixing to die. And she said, uh, so you've kept it. And she goes, what happened to you? And it goes to the flashback that he was in their house, but he was not there to harm anybody. Yeah, it's almost like he felt bad for killing her mom. Well, he didn't mean to kill her mom. Yeah. It finally shows it that. He patted her on the head, and when she started to go back to bed, the mom showed up and was like, "Get away from him! You're, uh, you're, uh, he's a monster!" She started hitting him, and instead of he didn't, it's not that the fact that he hurt her, but he fought back. He kind of like, yeah, pushed her. She had fell back and landed on something that went through her neck. And then Cindy, as a little child, she said, uh, "You're a monster." And he screamed, and that's when it was kind of like the hatred got into his that's heart. That's when he became a monster. He wasn't a monster <clears throat> before. Right. And I think he was there just stealing toys. But um, anyway, once the flashbacks all happened, and I was like, did he tell her? Like, did it show? Was he talking to her? Because remember, she was like, what happened to you? And then it cut. So I, I guess they didn't want the mean one to talk in this one. So stupid. But uh, anyway, finally, after it shows what happened, she leans down, gives him a kiss on the cheek, and she says, I forgive you. And right then I knew what was going to happen. And all of a sudden he starts twitching. And I was like, his heart's growing three sizes. It built, it built up like it was going to be this big, a fantastic moment. And he, and did he tell her to run? It sounded like he said run. That's what I thought. Or go or something. And she gets off of him and all of a sudden he flips over and boom, out, out of his back, his heart <laughs> blew up. His heart just exploded. Yeah, because it grew three sizes that day. And he just laid there dead, and that was the end of the Grinch, or the mean one. And then it turned into a Hallmark movie. And then the the rest of the movie 
like the last five minutes of it is a Hallmark movie where now the detective Burke and Cindy are together. Uh, Zeus is alive, and the town is celebrating Christmas again. Yeah, and like people out of Hallmark. Yeah, people's coming to their town to go hike and to see if they can find the mean one because Cindy posted a picture of the mean one uh, earlier in the movie and was like. If you've seen this creature, please call. And people's like, oh, it kind of went to like a Facebook live. It kind of went to, to TikTok and was like showing all the news, how the news is spread about this town. And people's like, I don't believe it. It's like Sasquatch. So all these tourists are coming and the town's grown now. Mm-hmm. And big Hallmark moment. They kiss finally at the end of it. And then the camera pans off and it's like, and they lived happily ever after until next, until year. next year. And I'll say, man, they had some really good shots of the town. They did. They so, did. I mean, throughout the whole movie. Yeah. That that's that was a big plus. Yeah. So, some of the camera work on that was really good. But um, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much the entire movie in a nutshell. Basically. So, uh, do we want to talk a little bit about the movie, or do we just want to get into the scale, and then we can give our reviews on that, or what? Uh, I'm good with that, but I think we got somebody to hear from first. Right on. So we'll be right back after this commercial break. What's up, everybody? I'm Brad, a.k.a. Be More Rad, and I hope you come check out my Gaming Gourmet podcast where I bring you real gamers with real experiences in fake worlds. We're going to have a blast and hopefully crack a few laughs along the way doing game reviews, discussions, and, of course, a little competition never hurt anyone. To top it off... We're throwing food in the mix to make the conversation even more spicy. So grab your controllers, bring a snack, and come join the fun at Be More Rad's Gaming Gourmet Podcast. Until next time, keep gaming and stay rad. This makes you want to dance, don't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Have you noticed you can? Uh, there's one spot in there you can hear his fire alarm still going. Doot! Did it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to listen to it again. Brad has not changed his uh, batteries and his uh, fire alarm and, well, heck, since 2017. Ever. <laughs> ever. ever. Forever? Forever, ever. Yeah. So now it's time for the pulling scale. The pulling scale. The pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling and Randy Nuts, I'm going to let you go first. I went first last time. No, you didn't. I did. I've gone first the last three times. I did last time. I don't believe it. All right, fine, I'll go. <laughs> uh, dead, dead air. <laughs> and we can't have that, can we? Right. So, I'd, I'd never seen the trailer until yesterday. Mm-hmm. I knew they made a movie. I knew they made a movie about this, and then I, the Winnie the Pooh that kind of looks similar to me. Yeah. So, I don't know if they just blended in all together. I didn't know what to expect. We watched the trailer last night, and I thought, it looks a little bit better than I you know, thought it would. Then we watched the movie, and it wasn't what I, I mean. It was what I thought it was going to be. It wasn't quite Jack Frost, right? It was more Santa Slay, which is to say, but it wasn't as good as Santa Slay. No, it wasn't as good as Santa Slay. It um definitely had comedy in it to the point where it. Like, it wasn't even implied comedy. It was just straight out there. Um, and it was kind of hard not to because they kept playing off of the Dr. Seuss deal where they would make the rhymes, the narrator would talk, and then the cast would say something that rhymed with it. Um, and then the, the, the people, the actors, 
would do things in the movie, you were just like, that's okay, that's just freaking funny. You know, um, it definitely, the acting was what I thought it would be. Not good. Not good at all. Um, the only one, I mean, the only character that I did like was Doc Zeus. I mean, hands down. He was the only one that was really cool. And I tell you, it's not part of my review, but you know what I thought the twist of the movie was going to be? What? At the end of it, Doc Zeus was going to be Santa Claus the whole time. I really thought that they were fixing to turn Doc into Santa Claus. I could see that. I did. I Since really the did. the town quit celebrating Christmas and everything, he yep. was a drunk now. He was a drunk, didn't have nothing to do in that town, and they now that he was celebrating Christmas, he was going to become Santa Claus again. Um, Which I think would have made the movie better. It would have been the ultimate Hallmark twist. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I'll say the camera work throughout the whole movie was great. I don't know who the cameramans were or who, you know, that that to me, was one of the better things of the movie. And then the music. They did the rock version of a lot of Christmas songs, and it sounded great. And it was especially like during the fight scenes and stuff like that. I thought they did a really good job. I can't give it any good points for acting, though, because most of the acting was just not good at all. <laughs> and then some of the visuals, and like, I, I get the whole Christmas theme and, and everything like that. But when she started pulling out all the guns and they were like painted like peppermint candy, I was like, come on, this is cheesy as heck. Yeah. yeah. But again, I think it was supposed to be. Well, yeah. Uh, so you can't knock it off. My biggest knock on this entire movie was that unless it was the one word that he said, the Grinch never said a word. It wasn't the Grinch, it was the mean the, one. The mean one. The mean one never said a word through the whole movie. Yeah. He did his little laughs, <laughs> which was good. Yeah, he I mean, did. It sounded really good. His facial expressions were good. But they left, they they let him be the Grinch from The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, mm-hmm. the Jim Carrey Grinch. He looked like him. Yeah. And his mannerisms and body language and all that stuff was a lot like Jim Carrey's Grinch. And they left too many moments throughout the movie with him doing his physical acting to where him talking would have made it that much better. So when I say the the scene in the restaurant with all the Santa Clauses is what docked it, that's why. Because they left too many moments in that in that one fight scene where I could hear the Grinch in my head saying certain lines in that whole during that whole scene. Yeah. And there were scenes throughout the entire movie when the Grinch would show up and he would do his little motions and stuff like that. I'm doing the Grinch's voice in my head. Because I, I know that oh, it would have yeah. made it so much better. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is, for me, that's the biggest knock on this whole movie. I can see that. And yeah, that's, what's, that's what's going to get. And then the ending. I mean, I mean, dude, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, yeah, but they went Hallmark with it. And... But that, but it made it fun, though. Like, funny no, to me. Uh, I mean, it was funny, that, yeah. you know, what they did with it. But I still think it would have been better if Doc would have become Santa Claus. Um, Maybe they'll listen to this podcast and be like, dang it, that's what could be the sequel. Yeah, yeah. they're going to call us up. Hey, I want uh, we want props yeah. for that, by the way, if that happens. It won't. No. Um, but for me, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Okay. I just, if you want me to recommend you a, a scary Christmas movie to watch, it's going to be Santa Slay every year. And it's not even scary. <laughs> it's not even scary. Um, but I don't, I just don't think, I don't think it's worth the watch. I really don't. Okay. It's just, I didn't, 
I didn't like it that much. Like I said the only thing that I did like about it was the visuals, mm-hmm. and some of them were really good. Some of the some of the graphics on the kill scene were good. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were cheesy ish. CGI cheesy. CGI cheesy. That's where I said the and cheesy CGI sucks. And 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 I will give you this. Had that been practical CGI, it would have been better. Practical effects. Practical effects CGI. Yeah. It would have been a whole lot better because it fit the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you ain't got the budget to have good CGI, then don't do it. And if you're going to be a low B-rated horror movie, go all out with it. Would you consider this a B-rated? It's almost C. C. Like, I mean, and not, and I'm not not taking this away, but I feel like it's a C rated. Yeah, it's definitely a C rated. But I think they were I think they were going for that B. They were when trying. You, when you think of good B rated horror movies, mm-hmm. what comes to your mind? Um, I think the Hatchets. I think of um, Return, Return of the Living Dead. Adam so, Green. Yeah, yeah. He embraces B rated. So oh, yeah, he does yeah. B rated to the fullest effect. Because he loves his favorite genre is the eighties horror. If he would have if he would have done this, I think this movie would have been so much better. Oh yeah, definitely. Without question. Definitely. Um but to me I feel like it was supposed to have been B rated, but they didn't go B rated enough. Yeah. So uh but I'm gonna give it a thumbs down. I don't necessarily recommend you watch it. And I'm going to give it, man, because of the visuals, I'm going to give it like a D plus. Okay. Um, but if the Grinch would have talked, it would have been a C plus. It's the mean one. Same thing. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, no license. Um, well, as far as my scale, I'll say this. Uh, I did like, I was going to say my positives first. I did like how they used the Christmas music into the horror uh, part of it. I thought it was pretty neat. Um, the camera work was really good. I'm not going to go as far as you and say everybody's acting was terrible because I thought Zeus did a good job, the Dr. Zeus. I thought he played the uh, town drunk good. I mean, you know. If you could pick one, if I could pick one good actor, it would have been him. Yeah. Now, here's another part that you'll roll your eyes at. I thought the dad did good because he was playing the cheesy dad. He his I'm not saying his acting how do you say it? I didn't I'm not saying his acting was good. Like I, if he would have been in like uh Nightmare on Elm Street and he was acting the same way, I'd be like, this dude ruined it. But he's disqualified though. Why? Because he was in the movie for fifteen seconds. No. He was in the movie for at least ten minutes. But I'm saying Doesn't but as far as his acting, he played that cheesy dad acting. Like when they were decorating and he started dancing a little bit, I was like, okay. He reminded me of your boy from uh, uh, Return of Living Return Dead. Return of Living Dead. Yeah. But um, I, just being honest with you, after even reading the reviews and seeing some, when I saw the trailer come out a year ago, I didn't have high hopes for this movie. Uh, now, this is going to be weird, my rating, but. I'm going to go with you, Randy. My negatives on it was the violence. If they didn't use the crappy CGI, I thought it would look better. But you can tell that it was a lower budget movie. And going into that, I knew this. But like you could never see half of the kills or what was going on because they did that quick uh, camera cut, 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 cut. And you had no idea what was happening. Yep. To me, that automatically takes me out. There's a movie that comes to my mind every time I see that. Do you remember The Condemned with Stone Cold Steve Austin? Mm-hmm. That would have been an awesome movie, but every time they fought, you could tell the 
fight choreographer didn't mm-hmm. know exactly how to get Steve Austin and all the other guys to do it right. right. So like you're sitting there watching, and it almost makes you dizzy every time Stone Cold fought in a movie. Yeah, that's what ruined that movie for me, and that's what ruined this movie for me. They did like cut back and forth a whole lot, too much. So that knocked it out of the ranking system for me. I thought the guy that did the mean one, I thought he played the mean one good. I'm like you. He had the mannerisms. He had the laugh. I just wish he would have spoke. You know, because like I said, I thought it had been funny for him to rhyme as he was killing people. And like you said, when he walked into the bar and he was swinging that cane, I thought that was a perfect opportunity for him to start. Mm-hmm. But he never did. The main actress, uh, I thought she she did decent as far as playing the victim. But then when she became Billy Bad Butt, I was like, okay, now you took it to the cheesy part. Yeah. Like, when you remember when she was over there putting pencil up or something, all of a sudden she heard something. And she, how she turned? She turned like Sarah Connor. And, she and then rolled. To, and then rolled across <laughs> her living room instead of just walking over there. But, this is so stupid. but here's my here's my my final rating, and like I said, it's gonna kinda be wishy-washy, but I'm giving it a thumbs down. But I would recommend you to watch it one time just to So that's thumbs in the middle. No. Just to see how they took the story that so many people love the Grinch and made it a mean one. But after the first or after the one time watch, I wouldn't ever watch again. I wouldn't own it. I wouldn't even if this movie was for four ninety nine on Voodoo, where I buy a lot of them, I wouldn't even waste my money on it because eventually it's gonna be on Timu for free or Timu. Timu, sorry, uh, what's that? Tubi, Shutter, Shutter, Tubi, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna give it for the effort it was going. I'm gonna give it a D plus. That's why it's a thumbs down because I mean I can't say thumbs middle and give it a D plus. But but nah. Anyway, that being said, uh, let us know what you guys and gals think about it. And if you even bother watching. Yeah, if you watch it. But before we sign off, we finally got all of our reviews in. We finally got our summary in for our year 2023. And we have been streamed in twelve countries. U.S., Canada, and and Sweden Sweden were the top three. Yeah, so thank you. And our, um, what what did it say, like 93 of our listeners? Mm -hmm. No, 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 new listeners. 93% of our new listeners have caught on this year. So our uh, fan base has really grown this year. We're getting out there, and we're so happy that uh, this year has been our best and successful year so far since we started in 2020. And we have all y'all to thank, so we really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Um, but that being said, our next episode will be Black Friday, <gasps> another holiday movie starring Bruce Campbell. Another one I've never seen. Me neither. And I, you're going to kill me because I can't remember this guy, but it's the main actor from Final Destination and Casper. Oh, hold please, because he was the lead character on Idle Hands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what is the dude's name? He's a good actor. He really is. Devin Saul. Yes. Sahawal? S-A-W-A? That's fine. (laughs) But anyway, that's going to be our, I believe that's our last film we'll be releasing of 2023. We thought we had three coming out and we're going to do the remake of Black Christmas. But I would like to end it on a film that we've never seen because he's, Randy has seen Black Christmas, the remake, and I haven't. But... I've really been wanting to watch Black Friday, and it's one of those, well, 
we'll just check it in. So here you go. December is uh, our last two movies are horror comedy. There you go. So, and you get to end it with Bruce Campbell. Yeah, on a high note. Uh, debatable. Uh, I'm just playing. I'm excited. That's why you like the. I'm just playing. Ash vs. Evil Dead and all I'm, that good stuff. I'm just playing till the end. But anyway. Oh. So that being said, remember to always <laughs> stay scared. Stay spooky.